and back episode 11 no music still let's let's keep this going fuck it i say that every beginning of every episode i can't figure the music shit out i suck it's cool it's fine but (laughs) i don't know like i I had this idea from yeah fuck i don't even want to explain it anymore like you've heard it on previous episodes you know the deal no music intro just me eventually music Dude, I want to get right into it. I saw Bo Burnham's new special on Netflix. Now, first things first, this podcast, not brought to you by Netflix, but this opinion of mine, totally brought to you by Netflix. It was an easy deal, paid me 30 under the table, and a month's worth of that ketchup. Do you remember that ketchup when you were a kid? It was like purple and green. Yeah, I got a case of it coming to the house for this review not serious but dude i miss that i miss that ketchup i think they had like a mustard too it bring that back you know what i mean like everything they want to bring back i didn't ask for but bring me back that purple ketchup dude i want to feel weird when i'm making eggs you know and then or it was like green i think it was green ketchup and it was weird but i liked it you know what i mean like it looked made my food look disgusting you know but it was cool but anyways dude this his special and and i I don't do this for a lot of i don't do like a lot of uh uh recommendations for like a lot of things because everything seems to be i mean there's so much content now you're like well what's good what's bad you know you you hear somebody's like oh good fellas it sucked and like what are you talking about like in, in in what ways it's like maybe there's just too much shit out there and you know, maybe those, that person I watched that movie was also blind, so I, I don't know. But dude, this his like it's so good. I I'm I'm like watching it like for another time, or twice. I mean, and dude, the the special <laughs> like okay, I'm gonna explain it to you. Walk into my office, have a seat. Now get out because you need to go watch this fucking special. Get out of my office. You know what I mean. Go watch this special, dude. Yeah, I don't like stand-up and, you know... It's just funny. It's... it's. So, do you like to laugh? Do you like to enjoy yourself? Go watch it. We do it. Go watch it. <laughs> that was fucking... That was like a... Like a stroking John Travolta. Go, no, no, no. <laughs> no, that was terrible. But still, go watch this special after this podcast but dude it's so good and i would like i was i started watching it and um halfway through i fell asleep now that doesn't mean it was boring but you know when you're off of work on the weekend you don't have nothing to do and you're watching on you know i watch it in, in my bed Dude, and the AC is just right. You know what I mean. And you're like your kids asleep. You're gonna do it. And honestly, you have a kid and you work forty hours a week and you don't fall asleep during something you wanted to watch. You ain't shit. You it it it's the coolest thing to fall asleep during something you wanted to watch because that's when you know you got to get your sleep in. You know, the, the sleep you lost during the week. You're like, I'm going to fall asleep in the middle of tenant, And I'm not going to realize 
I missed everything. But then you wake up and you're like, oh shit, Tenet's still playing. This is okay. Well, well, what are they doing? How much did I miss? 45 minutes? There's still an hour and 30 left? I mean, I'll see it through. You know, then you go back. And obviously, even when you watch it for the first time fully, I'm talking about Tenet in this case, you're still, I still don't understand. You know? I could, I mean, I think I understand. I tell my friends I understand. I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. You know, Tenet for sure. And then I just kind of like, you know, crawl into a, a ball in my head and realize I'm not smart and don't realize anything. But back to Bo Burnham, dude. He's uh, a friend of mine turned me on to him uh, back in like I don't even know twenty. Oh man, I think at this point it's like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. I don't know. Puts it on, and I, dude, I can't stop laughing. The the his style of uh, of comedy is like it's not stand up. It's not traditional stand up. It's like uh, it's like music's involved. There's other guys like Dimitri Martin. Um, who do this sort of style to like, you know, bring a guitar up and the music kind of plays in with the comedy. And, um, I don't know. Some, I've heard like on other podcasts, some comedians, not, you know, not really call them standups, but I'm like, I I think they're doing They're Look, if they're on the stage, they're making you laugh. They're stand, they're, they're comics to me. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what, how they get to the laughter, as long as they get you there, you know, like what? Well, what was Gallagher? Like I don't know. He had a stand-up comedy with with Crushing Watermelon. I don't know. Before my time, I don't. I've never even seen like one thing of it. But it fucking worked for him. Like and this guy's crushing fruit on stage. You know. So, so Bo, uh, he does like usual like stand-up comedy, but it's always like incorporated with music. He has a whole. It's a whole show. That's the fucking coolest thing about it. Is that like the lights? You know the sound. Like even even tricks with his microphone. Like. Oh, dude, he has this great joke on one of his specials. I, I don't know. You, you have to find it. I forget. He only has two on Netflix plus this new one. Um, Dude, he has this joke. He's like, and now a joke for about editors. And then, like, it cuts mid. And it's, and he goes, editors are so, and then it, it just cuts off. And it's like, the joke is like, oh, obviously the editor of this, like, cut it out. But, dude, it's just like. It's I don't know. It's so good. You have to you have to watch it. Like I'm I butchered that, but you know watch this. But now this new special, dude. Oh, dude, this new special. All right, no, okay. Let me let me calm down first. Let me calm down. What am I doing, dude? I'm like, like I'm I'm, I'm acting like I'm dating this guy. No, look, it's a good special. It's it's it. it oh man, it um. It kind of catalogs like how I guess everybody was feeling during the pandemic, especially those with like mental illness, but at the same time, like funny, funny bits, funny, like it's, it cuts into skits and songs. And if you, dude, he just summed up the year, you know what I mean? Like all the topics going on, all the, you know, uh, current events of this past year, but all within a small room, like a small apartment, dude. And he wrote, direct, and shot all this by himself. And I was like, there's no way he did it by himself because at the way the, the camera angles were, like there was different zooming in, zooming in and zooming out. And like, but I mean, you look maybe, 
No, dude, I don't even know. I can't even say because the way it looks, it looks like he shot at himself. And, um, dude, it's just so good. And, I, you know, I, I wanted to get on and talk about it. And I thought I was going to have a way more clear way to explain this to you. But you you just have to watch it. And, like, you know, I hate to say this too, but give it a chance. Like, it's if you like to laugh, if you if you don't find it funny in the first 10, fine. You know, cut it. But just understand what he's doing is kind of like... He, I feel like I don't know if he really is like he, he says it in the in the in the special that he has like uh, you know like a little bit of a mental illness and that and it makes it hard for him to like you know for a lot of people during the pandemic going outside wasn't it was it was scary you know what I mean because we didn't know what the fuck was going on but the way he shoots this you like is this guy really fucking hurting is he is he this sad is he that depressed but like but it's not a sad thing. It's it's hilarious. It's funny, dude. Because the 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 songs and skits he does is just like, oh my god, dude. And I just want to make it clear: me and Bo Burnham, Bo Bo, blah, blah, me and Bo Burnham, not a thing. Out of the gate, Netflix not paying me except for my opinion. You know, I'm getting that ketchup or mustard colored from the '90s. I'm getting that. I'm also getting, you know, a case. Do you remember those Kool-Aid? They're like, I think they were Kool-Aid bottles or plastic. It came with a little pellet and you drop the pellet inside and it would turn the Kool-Aid like a different color. Like what the, like, dude, where's all the cool shit at? You know, maybe that was full of like poisonous shit for us to eat, but it was cool. I didn't mind it. I was like, they're like, hey, look, if you drink this, you're going to get like a, a bit like just it's like a it's like a legal amount of arsenic in you. And as a kid, I'd be like, yeah, but did it change color? Like, yeah, of course, you dropped the pellet. I, I want to drink it. Okay, here you go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what is it? Is that purple ketchup? But ketchup's supposed to be red. Yeah, kid. Yeah, but I mean, hey, look, you're gonna, you're not gonna poop for a week, but your eggs can look green. Remember green eggs and ham? I'm my favorite book. Here you go. And then, you know, obviously, I feel like the 90s kids got the, got the real, uh, the real, like, poison of the shit. Because I feel like, you see these commercials now, fast foods, like, we're using 100% real meat. I was like, what were you doing 30 years ago when I was in the 90s? You know, we don't know what the fuck they were, they were just having fun, dude. They were just like, peanut butter? Make it out of tires, but, you know, whatever, like, serve it to them. It's like... And then they come out, they're like, well, look, it's, a, yes, this peanut butter is a tire. It's made out of tires, but it's like the legal amount a human can ingest a tire. And you're, what? Like, dude, they come out with that shit. Like, Subway is notorious. It's like, look, our bread is a yoga mat, but it's, li- it's like, legally, it's enough for a human to eat a yoga mat worth of. And it's like, how do you know this? What, what are they doing? Are they having people eat yoga mats in like control tested rooms and they're like well this guy ate like a quarter of a yoga mat he's alive still he can't really you know shit but you know this that's like three of your breads right there and it'll be okay if somebody eats it and then they go on to make more money and it's like even though that comes out and it's like yeah our tuna fish isn't really tuna as much as it is wet cat food but 
it's it's the legal amount of cat food that a human can ingest. Like I like they say that, and you're and you're just like what? Like that's not okay. But somehow we would. Somebody ordered the tuna today, right now, as you're hearing this. Like, somebody ordered a, a six, like a no, like a foot long of the tuna at Subway. And, but it's a legal amount. It's a legal amount not to kill a person. And, um, but yeah, dude, that that specials. I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the funniest. Like it was just, it was just funny. Like. Usually stand-up specials to me, like, sometimes, I don't know, man, like, they're just so, some of them, like, you know, some of these comedians have gotten, like, in their status, and they feel like they have to make a point about something, and that's fine, too, that's, that's, that's fine, they can absolutely do that, because sometimes they make, like, serious issues funny, that's great, sometimes they can be, like, a little too wordy, or, and you just kind of lose yourself in the joke, and then the punchline comes, and it's, but this guy, dude, I think he's. I think it's just fun. It's it's all just to make you laugh, and it's all to kind of like misdirect and like bring you back. I mean, I it was funny. It was good, and I think at this moment, I think it's the funniest, one of the funniest stand-up specials that there is. And you know, maybe next year, next week, just how the world works, there could be something funnier, and I'll recommend that. But. Dude, as of right now, go watch that. Uh, if you if, you know, if you like to laugh, right? You know, if you like to have a good time, or don't. But either way, it's a good it's a good laugh. It's a good um, it's a good special, man. It's really good. But man, even talking about that food from the nineties, like I've seen, like the most recent thing I saw was. A, a chicken nugget that resembled the character from a uh, from a, like a kids video game or just a video game in general. I don't know. Called Among Us, right? And it and the person selling it, and I, I'm probably gonna get this number wrong, but I'm just gonna any number more than like a dollar is the wrong number of how much anybody should have paid for this nugget. So I'm gonna say ten thousand. And if I'm wrong, that's fine. But if I'm right. That's not fine because you shouldn't pay more than a dollar for a nugget that looked like something from a video game, right? So I don't know too much about the game, but I've seen the characters and all that stuff. One, dude, and this is America, dude. This is America. You can go to McDonald's, right? Find a chicken nugget that looks like a pop culture reference and have the balls on you to be like, I'm going to sell this to somebody for money and be right, you know? <laughs> like, dude, the guy found it. He was probably like, oh, oh, that's 20 piece nugget. I'm only getting to it. Okay, I'm on my last one. Oh, wait, wait, what's this? I turn us upside down. It looks like Among Us, you know. And he's eating his meal, has that epiphany, and he sells it for ten thousand dollars plus four dollars shipping. 
<laughs> the four dollar shipping got me, dude. I'm like, you can't even give them free shipping. You have to. It's four dollars, man. I'm paying for the the fragile cost. You know, I don't want your nugget to get squished in transit. <laughs> I don't want your nugget to get squished in transit. Oh my god! Imagine. Hey, man, look. Uh, you know, I'm charging four additional dollars on this nugget i don't want it to get squished in transit so but congratulations on your purchase i couldn't be more excited for you so but dude it's not only the nuggets it's not it's um chips like uh cheetos and hot hot cheetos dude uh, if you go on ebay right now for fun go on ebay for fun uh you can search like chips or cheetos or whatever that resemble like things or people and i'm not joking dude like i saw this uh i saw this like quick clip on on instagram of these guys like scrolling through these things i was like dude there's a whole market for this and ebay's allowing it which which now means right Everybody's agreeing that you should buy food that resembles whatever. Like, you can buy it. Like, what? I don't even. Dude, what? Like, what is the chip? What could you love so much that you're like, dude, I really loved Rocco's Modern Life when I was a kid. It really stood out to me, you know, and. When I was at home by myself and, you know, I could, I would, you know, my mom was always at work and, you know, we didn't have much. I would always turn on the TV and Rocco's Modern Life would be on and, oh man, you know, Heifer was, you know, I really identified with him and, well, that's why I bought this hot Cheeto that looked like Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life for $5,000 and honestly, I couldn't be happier for myself and it's like, what? Wh- I just I get I can't understand this shit, and that's why I have to talk about this shit because I don't understand it in my head, and it helps me to like talk about it and get it out of my head to dump it out on this podcast for you, just empty my brain on why people buy food that looks like people or pop culture stuff. I'll I, I'll never understand it, but obviously there's a market for it, a hundred percent. That's insane, dude. Like, I would rather buy, uh, what do you, what do they do with like an espresso? It's like an, uh, like an espresso drink, I guess. And they, they make patterns on there. Like, and I've seen some online. I don't know if that's real. They'll be really technical, like foam pours. And I'm like, no, that's not real. This is like edited and they'll get me. Like I'm, dude, I'm so gullible. I'm fucking oh god let me tell you about it's the most embarrassing gullible moment of my fucking life and i think about it at least once a year and when i do i die inside a little bit dude okay so uh, sorry hold on dude okay this is when youtube was uh super new and uh, it was probably like YouTube had only been around probably about, I don't know, five years, six years. 
at the at the time there was this song by a girl named Rebecca Black, right? Now stop me if you've heard this and then let me talk again because you haven't heard this part. So this girl's doing this song <laughs> and and it's getting like the worst it's getting the worst criticism, right? It has like I don't know a a million views plus on on YouTube. But it's all hate comments. It's all dislikes with the thumbs. Dude, people are shitting on her. Like, people make parody videos of it. And those are even more entertaining than the song. It's funnier than the song. Dude, they're getting her so good. It's hilarious. It's like, yeah, this song sucks. Okay, so I'm not... <laughs> like I said, dude, I don't know much. I only know a few things that I know. And, <laughs> dude... Somebody made a video, a parody video, right? They're like, original song by, uh, what's his name, dude? Oh, I just had it in my head. Oh, dude, don't lose it. Um, Bob Dylan. Thank you. Thank you, me. Bob Dylan. Original song by Bob Dylan, Rebecca Black's Friday, right? Dude, okay, oh shit, dude. Okay, so I click on it, and it's this. Now, mind you, I've I've heard of Bob Dylan's name, not his music, but his, his name, and I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know his music. I don't know anything. I've just heard the name, movies, TV, whatever, and <laughs> so I click on the video. And it's like this. It's like I'm gonna try to do my best impersonation of, of this song. I'm gonna try not to laugh. <clears throat> Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Like it, it kind of went like that. And now again, never heard of Bob Dylan's music. Never, you know, gun to the head. I would never be able to point out a song of his ever. So. He so I click it. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like I, I see a lot of people are doing this. They copy an old song and they make it poppy, like uh, poppy, like as in P O P, like I E or Y, but not like poppy as in like what's up, poppy, but like poppy as in you know, it's pop music. So I'm like, "Oh okay," she she copied this song from him, and now you know he, she's getting all his money from it whatever i'm hanging out with like my best friend right well like two of my best friends i I think uh maybe one of them wasn't there i don't remember and and his girlfriend and we've known each other for a long time we've like been high school friends for a long time well dude we're, we're having a conversation about about that video and this is like dude this is 10 years later like seven years later i don't know I'm really bad with time, obviously. I, don't, I can't tell the difference between 10 and 7 years. But we're talking about that video. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so crazy. It's a That's a Bob Dylan song. Now, my friend's girlfriend is, like, I think well-versed in Bob Dylan. And, and she's like, no, it's not. I was like, yeah, it is. It's a Bob Dylan song. Like, I, I saw it. I heard it. And she's like, no, it's not. It's like, that's her song. 
And by now, normal people would be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm probably wrong. I don't, I've never heard one Bob Dylan song. I don't know what Bob Dylan looks like. Why would I be so stuck in my ways? You're correct. Not me. I go for the third round. I say, no, look, I'll show you this is a Bob Dylan song. Dude, so confident. Oh, no. So confident. I find the video and I play it for them, dude. And they're like, this is a fucking fake. This is... They're making fun of it. Somebody did this parody video of Bob Dylan... Uh, fucking singing this song, dude. And, and she showed me a real Bob Dylan song. I was like, oh, I'm an asshole and I'm an embarrassed, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, I was so embarrassed. It caught me being caught. You know what I mean? Somebody made that video. I was like, the, the account isn't even a Bob, an official Bob Dylan account. It's like a... Fucking Pancakes 35 or something. I don't know. Like, whatever people were naming shit at the time. Pancakes 35 posted this video. And I'm like... Dude. You know, a lot of traumatic shit stays with you. You know, PTSD, all that stuff. This will never leave my mind. This was so embarrassingly traumatic to me, dude. It stays in my mind. It lives in my brain. And it's never going away. I think about it once or twice a year and I die inside because they two of the two of the people that are known for the longest time who know me I'm pretty good at like naming stuff that means nothing but you know what I mean like you know uh, coming up with like info that not a lot of people know still doesn't mean anything doesn't matter I'm saying they know me and they watched me get got by the internet dude they watched me get got i got got i got got and they witnessed it dude and it was like to me i think it was like the sweetest nectar of laughter for them dude and i was laughing too but i was dying inside i was dying inside dude oh god i was so embarrassed dude i was so embarrassed i was like not only did was this song bad but somebody parodied it and i didn't even know it was a parody and I got God in front of my friends. And I was embarrassed. And I was embarrassed for like weeks after that. And I just hoped like in some way they would forget. And maybe they don't. But I will never forget because it sucked. But dude, that was... Oh my God, dude. That was the... That was the fucking most... One of the most embarrassing. I have plenty more. But that one, dude, was so embarrassing. I still think about it every now and again. And... And I die inside Just a little bit, you know And that's what I get for not knowing Bob Dylan It's the moral of the story So, do your research, do your homework Know who Bob Dylan is So when somebody says, hey, this is Bob Dylan You can be like, no, that's not Bob Dylan No, I know for a fact Check out this YouTube clip, you know (laughs) Oh, fuck, man Dude Last week, real before uh, I'm gonna wrap this up, but before uh, I had finished last week's episode on lunch, like all of them, and I had a, I had a job to go do, and it was at a uh, it was at somebody's house. I, I sometimes uh, have to do patchwork in people's you know houses that they're living in. So 
the whole time I'm doing this, I'm like, um, I've been doing this job. I'm like, dude, there's, when am I going to run into like a political person who like, you can tell, you know, is like whatever a Republican or a Democrat and wants to just talk about that and give their views. Fortunately, everybody, the house that I go to, they don't, they just mind their own business. They go about their thing. I'm doing my thing. It doesn't matter where, you know, and that's it. Well, it happened. So after I finished up last week's episode, I went and I went to go do this house and the guy, you know, opens the door and I'm going to describe him the best way I can to you so you can get an idea Clint Eastwood, imagine, right? Clint Eastwood in the movie The Mule. If you haven't seen that movie, go check it out. It's fucking good. Ish, I don't know, maybe it is. You probably would hate it, but this guy reminded me of like a Clint Eastwood looking guy, but like a little bit more life to him because Clint Eastwood is like, it's like you, you stretched, what is it? Like you stretched melted barbie dolls over bones you know and so this guy he lets me in his house shows me where this patch is at i'm like okay cool i'll take care of it and whatever x amount of time so again clint eastwood type you know has a has a cap on you know it's mesh in the back don't even ask and he you know he's just there talking to me and do you do you know when somebody you're around somebody and do you know the feeling of like when they want to talk you know like you're standing around you don't want to talk you know you don't want to talk but you get the feeling that the person next to you is like I want to have a conversation this guy was like emoting that you know what I mean he was I was like oh this dude wants to talk to me and I I don't talk to anybody I'm just there to do a job I just go and I leave I'm not even trying to have a conversation and just have headphones in I'm just trying to do the job and go dude but this guy was giving me big vibes of like I'm gonna tell you something and I'm like fuck man here it comes first thing out the mouth yeah well this oh god let me do his he was super southern dude his voice yeah well this economy's in the shit if you ask me right out the gate I'm like I don't want to be here yes economy's going to shit if you ask me I was like first didn't ask second don't want to know but he continues right and at this point I'm trapped I'm trapped inside a house and I can't say like I don't want to talk about this I just want to do my job because then he'll kill me he'll kill me with his legal firearm uh he could argue I was going after him and he'll shoot me so here I am just trying to survive my job and I have the conversation with them. I'm like, oh, yeah, you think so? I'm doing super vague, like, questions back. Oh, so you think so? He's like, yeah, man, this, you know. He starts talking about uh, presidents before that that set up, like, um, I don't know my history. You know, one president set up Social Security. Another president uh, set up. I don't know, you know, these programs that help out Americans. And he's like, yeah, you know, you never seen a Republican, you know, help the people. It's always been the Democrats. And I was like, oh, oh, this is a twist. I got this Southern guy and he's super 
like Democrat. And I'm like, well, that doesn't go right. Cause, and this guy's bashing like Republicans, like as, as I'm doing, as I'm fixing this patch in his house. And I'm like, man, this is weird because like, you think this guy of all guys is like, yeah, well, you know, man, if you want to be in this country, you just got to do the right due, due process. No, this guy's like, oh, man, I worked with a couple Mexicans back in the day, and, man, I'd, I'd work with them over any white guy. Now, he's 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 placating me. I don't know if that's the right word. Don't call me on it, but he's just, he's trying to, like, let me know he's on my side, I guess, of everything. Now, I don't take a political stand. I don't give a shit. I don't give two shits. You can tell me you're Republican. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't care. You can tell me you're Democrat. That's cool. I don't care. Right? <clears throat> this guy is making it known to me that he's he's probably, I guess, liberal or like uh, uh, a Democrat, whatever. Right? So he tells me a story. He goes, "Yeah, I was down over here at the. I had a. I wrote on the back of my on the back of my truck truck. Uh, don't be a Trump tard. You know." I was like, oh, cool. You know, my mom's like, that that went over well. He's like, I went down to the executive surf club to get a drink and some, uh, you know, some Trump. He wiped it off the back. And I said, and and somebody called me outside to tell me he was doing that. And I said, now you're going to write that back on my truck. We're going to have a problem. And uh, I was like, okay, guy. Yeah, this happened. Right? This is why he reminded me of Clint Eastwood. And, uh. Because I was like, okay, this guy's standing up for, obviously, the most important thing, a political statement on the back of your truck. Windshield, right? He's like, I told that some bitch. By the way, best some bitch I've heard in a long time. He's like, I told that some bitch. You write that back on or I'm punching you in the fucking face. He's all, and that guy laughed and he wrote it back on. And I was like, okay, yeah, that happened. No, it didn't. Because, like, you're old as fuck and I'm pretty sure this guy who did it could have punched you out whatever maybe the guy just didn't want shit anyways he goes on to tell me how he uh how he like his family is republicans and he doesn't speak to the rest of his family he goes and then again playing towards me he goes and most of my family is mexican anyway or hispanic he's like i got man, i got a couple of uh you know you know, it basically sounded like I got a couple whiteies as some relatives in, in Arkansas, but I don't talk to those some bitches. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm just here to do it. Now, I'm working at all time speed, okay? Whatever I'm working at normally, triple that. That's how fast I'm working to get the fuck out of there, dude. I'm like, I don't want to be in this, you know, because this guy, he's just. Imagine if, if like. Clint Eastwood, I mean, because you know Clint Eastwood's Republican. I mean, you got to know Clint Eastwood. I don't even know if he is. That's not a fact. But I know he's Republican. And this guy was, he's just reminding me of Clint Eastwood so so much. Like, but a Democrat version. And he's like, I'm going to do, here's my best Clint Eastwood impersonation of, okay, this Clint Eastwood is a Democrat. Ready? Do you believe in women's rights to choose what happens to their body? Do you? Punk? Now you're saying that's the worst Clint Eastwood impersonation I've ever heard, and you would be right, but you're also wrong, because that's spot on. But, uh, 
dude, this guy was such a kook, but fuck it. I mean, I guess he was on my side of the Mexicans, right? And I was like, oh, well, come and live in Mexico for a year. Wouldn't do it, I bet, but whatever, man. Uh, and I finished that job, and I got the fuck out of there because it was just... And then he tried to sell me a car at the end, dude. He was like, dude, I'm wrapping, I'm wrapping up, I'm grabbing all my tools, and he, just out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I got a Corvette for about $2,000. Hell of a deal. I'm like, where did this come up? When were we talking about a car for sale? And like, you think I have $2,000 on me? Like, I don't, like, were you going to take me there? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But it was just, it was a funny fucking experience. And I wanted to make sure to talk about it on this next episode, man. But, but that's it for this episode for the week, man. Um, I had posted, I finally, you know, I was talking to my wife about like the pod and, and, uh, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll post about the pod when, when I have 10 episodes, because at least that way, like, you know, when people tell you about a new podcast, it's usually like an episode, like an introduction in one episode. And that's fine. That's cool. But I kind of want like a backlog of some episodes so people could, um, kind of get to know how the, how the podcast is. And, um, and so I posted it on, I think, yes, Saturday. And, uh, like I said, I don't put myself out there at all, ever, even like, besides my really good friends, other people that I knew, like, don't know anything about me. And I like it like that. I keep it like that. You don't need to have all your business out there. Uh, says the guy who just started a podcast and tells everything he knows. But anyways, um, no, it's, uh, it's, it's cool, man. The response that the uh, pod's been getting, I appreciate it. Appreciate everybody listening. Um, this is something dude, like it's, it's super fun for me. And honestly, if you want to do it too, just do it. Like, uh, this is like great. I don't know. Uh, just like talking therapy, I guess. I don't know. So, cause some of the stuff that goes on in my head, I don't want to, you know, say to other people I feel like it's but I feel like I can make it a little bit funnier if I just talk about it on here maybe I don't know but anyways uh if if you started listening I appreciate it this is super fun and um yeah we'll see you next week